welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Friday night. My name is Ben. On the lines, Andrew. We just watched United draw one all with Luton at Kenilworth Road, and mm. uh, yeah, a, a quick snap reaction podcast before you get off on your holiday. So yeah, uh, I'm away tomorrow, so we had to we had to fit it in straight. This is literally the only time I've got because you can't get any reception where I'm going because it's 1864. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there, it may become apparent why we don't often record <laughs> this a at this time <laughs> of night and and b with this level of immediacy immediately after full time. But we'll we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, people will uh, you know get get some enjoyment out of it. I thing... meant to take notes, and then as soon as we kicked off, oh, what's going on? <laughs> so I just didn't. <laughs> I just watched it like a normal game. So this this may be a little bit uh, unfiltered, unconsidered. So yeah, apologies if it's uh, slightly lower quality than people are used to. But <laughs> it is what it is. I suppose it's tough to club really do this every every single game. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I think they both take notes. I mean, obviously, Deb Bat does his uh, report, so he's a yeah, professional yeah. on this. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because if, we, if we'd have let one in in the last minute, I'd have just been like, Ben, let's just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm knackered after watching that. I don't know about you. Yes, absolutely. It... Like, just <sighs> like that. It's one of them. And then we, we are literally, because obviously people are now, we are literally, what, four minutes after the it's final? Five, it's five we're... past ten, yeah. We, we've basically just got a drink and uh, have, have sat straight down at our computers like the big <laughs> nerds we are. What yeah, else are we yeah, going to do yeah. on a Friday night, eh? Yeah, but, um, exactly. A one-all draw. Uh, I think on balance, I'm I'm pretty happy. I guess I, I don't know if I can say like I'm happy with that result, but I'm happy not to lose. It's probably how I feel, which amounts to the same thing, obviously. But um... I'd have taken a point before the before the game and the way it went and the way it ended. I, I would definitely, yeah, I was would, I would happy for that final whistle. I've just literally spoke to Liam for about a split second before you phone actually. Obviously, you mailed the pod with, and he's he's the other way. He says he, he didn't like the idea that we were time wasting and we didn't really go for it after we got the the equaliser, which I can see as well because I don't think we really created anything did we after the equaliser no not really just just got into the box a couple of times I mean I'm I'm, I'm okay with that in a way because like I've lost track of who's injured like <laughs> so I've I've been um, I wasn't very plugged in this afternoon I had a, a family thing I was attending and um like you, you must send me like twenty messages in about half an hour, and I just sort of <laughs> went through them all. Like um, once my daughter had gone to bed, and I was like, "Hang on, F- Flex broke his leg. We're losing one of our top prospects to Spurs for a pittance. Kadra's yeah. injured. Ahmed Odzic is injured. Mm. Now, what's going on?" And then we finished the yeah. game with you know, where's where's Fodringham? Spends most of the second half looking like. I don't know. Looking like he's he's just woke up from a massive bender, basically. I couldn't. I could tell as soon as he made that save in the second half. His only save looked like um, in the second half. I, I could tell straight away that he just looked. He looked ill. Like he didn't look injured. He was I just. I think he was ill. Like, he must have yeah. been. Ill. Like, uh, yeah. We're as I said, we're recording this. It's ten past ten, so we have no idea what the deal was there. But yeah, mm. he, he he did not look in a good way at all, and obviously. He comes off with what, maybe twenty minutes left, something like that. Yeah, long, include... well, yeah, not including injury time as well. And I think obviously Jordan is again is another player who I'm going to struggle. Is it as a misser? I think it's a misser. It's, it's a misser. Spell that way. I miss her. I, I, yeah, I, I miss her. <laughs> I apologise to him. If uh, and obviously, I've never seen this kid play other than in a couple of preseason friendlies uh, highlights and stuff. And I was expecting the worst because I thought. They're just going to bombard. It's the worst team in the league to come up against. I think with mm. a rookie goalkeeper, thought he was phenomenal considering what he, you know, the, the first game. He looked like he'd been there forever. 
Yeah, I think there's, there's two players that uh, sort of grab the headlines for United from this game. Uh, the other one is obvious, but yeah, Jordan Missa, um massive pat on the back. Like just, yeah, as you say, really incredibly tough circumstances to come into. Yeah. I think I, I was just like immediately thinking, oh God, is this going to be like, like the circumstances are just like how Verips went That's into it. against West Brom last week, last year. And, That's ex- and, and no offence to him because I, I probably underrated him, but he's a young kid who I imagine... If he's Davis never played a league game, right? No. Like, where, no. Has he, where has he been? Like Spennymoor Town or something? Spennymoor, Spennymoor Town, yeah. And I imagine that if Davies were fit, he might not even be at the club now because he might be out on loan. Um, yeah. I think possibly below Dewhurst in the pecking order. Um, he's certainly below Eastwood. Um, oh, but obviously they're going out to get game time. I don't know what Eastwood's doing. But, um, yeah. they're, they're going out to get game time, and I imagine that's the next move for this lad. No, I, I just I just kept thinking, just don't make an error. Just do not. And he didn't. He made a great save, and he caught a couple of good balls, and he, and he came out for a couple of, uh, you know, it looks easy. It looks easy, you know, to see a professional goalkeeper. You, you expect him to do what he did. But obviously, as we've seen, I mean, I remember... Jaws long against Exeter, and I have flashbacks to that. I don't remember that game. Yeah, I do. That wasn't even his first game, was it? Or maybe it was. I'm not sure. No, that was his second game. at four four, and uh, he had an yeah. absolute. And I was thinking, just you know, yeah. don't do it, don't do that. And he, yeah, so credit to him. Yeah, Jordan Amissa does not have a Wikipedia page. That is, that is the level of footballing rookie that he is at this mm-hmm. moment in time. Uh, I imagine. Yeah. Come on, Blades fans, get on that if you if you're having a, an entertaining Friday night like we are. Get that created. Well, no, no goals conceded in his career. Uh, yeah, hundred percent level, hundred percent save success. That was a very good yeah. save from Cameron Jerome, and yeah, he's you know immediately sort of came out and claim across, which claim across, which all right, wasn't under massive pressure, but no. uh, not in terms of like physical pressure, but the pressure of the occasion because Luton were obviously like right, this is just going in the box from everywhere, like forty yards yeah, out. Yeah, I don't cross. blame him for that as well. He, uh, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. Test. And to be fair, they didn't test him anywhere near as much as they should have, really. Um, the, the save was probably better than it seemed, I thought, because I thought we were just going to clear it. So mm. it came out of nowhere from Jerome, really. Because obviously Anel's there and Baldog. You think, well, one of them is going to sort this. And it just banged, you know, shot. So good save, good reactions. Yeah, really good. So, yeah, like I said, ma- massive pat on the back for him. And it looked like, um, you know, the players were really uh, cheering him on mm. as well, I think. Uh, somebody, um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't actually know his real name. On Twitter, it's JPTOC. Um, tweeted the same Baldock was like basically G and yeah. up like constantly. I saw um, yeah. Norwood applauding his like uh, quick passing out and stuff as well. Um, mm. So yeah, that was that was really good from him. Uh, I, I guess we just have to wait and see on, on Fodging. I mean, if it is illness, then we've got now four days. Maybe, Friday, yeah, yeah. I think if it's like a stomach bug, he should be all right, whatever. But Hopefully. if he's injured or he's got a bad illness, I think we, we are going to be dipping into the emergency loan market, which uh, that, is not ideal. I think that's probably prudent. No, you know, I know we've just talked about how well uh, Amissa did there, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think it would be remiss of us not to. We have Make to do it if he's injured, yeah, because obviously Davis is out as well. We have to have a... Well, a, actually, a... yeah, then we won't have a backup goalkeeper, will we? No, we won't have a backup goalkeeper. No, we'll have to get Jags back. You know? <laughs> What's Jake Eastwood doing these days? Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> no, we will, we will have to... Be, if, he, if he is, you know, if he's not right, we are going to bring him... We have to bring an emergency goalkeeper back, even if it's just for three months or whatever until Davis is back. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um What's going on with John Fleck, please? You know more about this than me. John Fleck has fractured his leg. Mark Duffy has just tweeted. Uh, our good friend Ege has just sent me a tweet before we started. Um, and Mark okay. Duffy had said he's hoping to be back in five to six weeks. It's nothing as bad as people are making out. But okay. it's a long time. 
Yeah, because I, <laughs> yeah, I hope you're ready for my uh, amateur <laughs> amateur physiotherapy here. There are leg oh, there are leg breaks and there are leg breaks on it. The same way there's like yeah. knee injuries and knee injuries. And uh, I think Jez Jez on uh, Twitter, Jez Garrett, I think it were on Twitter said, um, "I'm no doctor." But a, a fracture isn't good news. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good news, but uh, yeah, if, if that's uh, if that is only six weeks, then that is obviously better than the you know coots level alternative. Yeah. So he gets injured. Uh, Armadotic doesn't start. He's got a knock. Rida Kadra's vanished. That's a, a knock yeah, as well, is it? Apparently another knock. Where we know Hecky's knocks could mean you know that's it could be dead. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> fallen into a, a wormhole and disappeared yeah. <laughs> from uh, from the face of the earth. Um, yeah. I feel like there's someone else that's gone missing as well. I mean, well, Norrin Davis obviously had to be taken off uh, in this game. Um, McBurney struggling as well. Egan limping, and I've seen a lot of people, and I understand it. What's going on in training? These are all happening in matches. <laughs> A lot of them are happening in matches, but at the same time, there's so many. Like they, there is. This can't just be luck at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say at this point. I think six months ago, it can't just be luck. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, yeah, fortunately, yeah. fortunately, we we have a squad big enough to kind of absorb it in yeah. the short term. But like, eventually, we're just going to run out of players if this. Yeah. If every week we lose four or five players, it's going to be no it's one left. Outrageous. It really is outrageous. I mean, I don't know what the team's going to be against Reading, um, because if Norton Davis is out and Clark's not back, and Nell's got a knock, you imagine Nell coming. If Egan's out, I, well, I just, just I don't really, play really don't know. Just, just goalie wag. Jordan yeah, Miss, or uh, Kyron Gordon will coming back in, and he's another one who. Karen Gordon will probably come back in. He's another one who expected to be out on loan elsewhere this season. So, can everyone stop getting shot? Basically, like, yeah, this is a yeah. this, this team has an actual chance of automatic promotion this year, I think. But I can't mm. believe how many injuries we're picking up. I mean, oh, it's, just, it's just depressing to talk about. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, frustrating to see Armadozic not fit to start. I thought Basham had a really tough first half defensively. Yeah. First off, I thought it were awful, Basham, and I think he improved. I'll put that down. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and put that down to rustiness. He's not played for a long, long time, obviously. Yeah, not since, I think, the last... Or the, maybe the penultimate pre I saw him play at Burton. Um, yeah. And then he must have got injured immediately after that, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, the goal obviously comes from that area of, of the box. It's like a... This is a Luton goal, obviously. Um, you know, they have a long throw. We don't properly reset, I don't think, after dealing with the initial long throw. And then... Uh, yeah, Morris just finds uh, a very nice gap in our right centre-back position uh, in between Nord and Basham. I imagine it's probably Basham's man because Carlton Morris is a big, powerful bloke and uh, the idea of Norwood... It's a great header from him. I can say great. that now we didn't lose, but at the time I was like, oh, God, yeah, but... I think um, what really annoyed me all match is how much space you gave him in the wide areas when you know exactly what's coming. Yeah. I was really frustrated with... I mean, I thought Max loaded well on the whole, but there were so many times he didn't close down his man on that side. It's like, you can't... You, I mean, McAtee in particular will come on to him, obviously. Mm. There was a couple of times where he's just stood there, and you think, you can't do that. You, you, you know what I mean? They are going to put balls into the box, and they're a big team. Yeah, yeah. It's really... They're far more physical than I uh, thought, actually. I, I, I didn't watch much of Lewin at all last season. Um, obviously, the game at Bramall Lane, they were absolutely, like, just... So bad, you know, but utterly poor quality and never really laid a glove on us. Mm. But I knew they were direct, but 
I don't know. This was like um, it, it just looked horrible to play against. I mean, it, it was like at once they were sort of being incredibly overly physical with us, but then also constantly trying to con the ref like every time we went near one of their players and yeah just I, you know i don't want to play the like oh you should just let us play football kind of card or anything like that because mm-hmm. i think if anything we deserve a bit of credit for coming through the game and like standing up to that physical challenge but i didn't enjoy watching it to be honest in terms of like oh god you know here comes another the man's got his arms around our player again and he's chucking him yeah. into the stand. And, you know, and you know what? I don't blame him for doing that. They've got the lowest wage bill in the league. They've got to do something different to, mm. to not only compete, but be a really, really good side at this level. But I'm not going to lie that it's unbelievably frustrating to watch when yeah. it's not you. <laughs> That's so, it. Sorry, when it is you. When it is you, yeah. That's it. You've, you've nailed it. I, I, I don't blame him for doing that. I don't have a problem with him doing that at all. I, I would very much want United to do that if I felt that was like the best approach you know to get the most mm. but it is it is so frustrating like you know you see the what like Bernie gets sort of you know wrestled to the floor and then the guy's legs come up and they act like McBurney's you know start he's the aggressor in that one and I think it's the one that Norrington Davis actually gets injured and in. he goes off a few minutes later with it but you know where he slides yeah, in to, yeah. and he wins a corner and then their man Burke I think it is who mm. actually got sent off against us in the home game last season he comes flying mm. in again with like you know, legs up into into Norwich yeah, Davis's yeah, thighs. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's like a red card, but it's just it's that level of like just pushing it a little bit further yeah. to try and wind yeah. us up. And that said, I think the definite red card on the pitch was McAtee for that second challenge. I have to admit. How weird was that? That like nobody reacted, including the players. Yeah, I, I think if they might, I'm not. I don't know how weak the ref was. It would have been in that situation, but. That is that is another booking, I think. Okay. I think that is another booking, and that's two bookings. I looked at uh, half time uh, on Twitter, and there's a lot of Man City fans saying Eckingbottom's destroying McAtee's career and stuff like that. I, and I understand all this; it's your player and stuff. But he did nothing tonight other than put a man on a football pitch who got roughed up, basically, and just couldn't cope with the intensity of the game. I think that's probably the two hardest games he'll play this season: Sunderland and. Um, and Luton in terms of physicality like Luton uh, excuse me Sunderland uh, yeah. like way more fouls per game than anyone else in the league more yellow cards than anyone else in the league uh, I would imagine Luton are up to towards the top of that as well um, mm. just having watched this tonight yeah but yeah he uh, he can tell he's a tidy footballer but I just think that you know the, the, it, it, this is such an easy comparison to make because one played forty five minutes and then was substituted for the other who played forty five minutes. But it's such a massive difference at the level that Doyle is at and yeah. McAtee is at. Like that that level of having played a season already, you could see so the difference. Yeah, it was so obvious. It was so obvious how much further on Doyle was. Uh, than McAtee and I'm not writing McAtee off because I think he, he can come good and I think in the home games in particular when it's not a battle like that mm-hmm. I imagine he'll get more uh, more time to shine and I think he did some good things in the Sunderland game I were quite I mean I know fans are idiots including us but <laughs> I were frustrated reading the City fans saying oh bring him back they don't know how to play it's like you you have no idea what it's like to kind of throw against this Luton team uh, and how you have to battle and he needs to learn that because he's he, you know he it was it was like playing with ten men, and I know that's really going in on him. But it was I, I, I can't I don't remember a single thing that he did right. It was a struggle. There was a couple of there were a couple of nice bits of football like the interchanging with um, and Jai McBurney. But yeah, he was really uh, 
I don't know, maybe maybe this I can give Lowe a bit of a pass here to be honest, and Norton Davis in terms of like he was just getting no support um yeah. defensively, particularly yeah. on the break. And obviously Luton, as we said last time, they get the ball forward quicker than anyone yeah. in the league. So um And we really struggled in that first half. It weren't just McAtee, by the way. I mean, like I said, I'm mm. not certainly not writing him off and I think there's gonna be better days for him and better games for him. Because they were they were like you say, Basham were I won't say just as bad, but certainly it were poor yeah. by his standards. I thought um in that first half, Berger did very, very little. He got so, roughed like, up as well. He got roughed up as well, and he was playing in a position which doesn't suit him. He played a bit better in the second half, not his best game. Did, you know, it wasn't a sparkling performance, but I think the best three players for us possibly on the day, Baldock I thought defended really well. They were a real George Baldock sort of game, I felt. Um, <laughs> in every yeah, uh, blood... every sense of it. Like... Yeah, blood and thunder oh, getting Please make a good cross, George. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That is so frustrating. Um, McBurney, I thought, was fantastic. And uh, Norwood, I thought, played well as well. He did, yeah. Norwood, Norwood. has Norwood got some new shooting boots. What's going on here? Like, Yeah, that we're in. I were up, I were up for that one. Which, what, which one, though? The 25-yard oh, yeah. volley from the corner or the second-half first-timer? The, the second-half first-timer, I thought, was fantastic. But that one was going in. Big, big, stupid Norwegian head in the way. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a, an incredible goal from Norwood, but um, yeah, he, he had another very good game. I thought, you know, even leaving aside those shots, mm. uh, McAtee, uh maybe don't take corners in future. It's <laughs> another thing, yeah. just to add to everything else. Uh, I, I actually think, in fairness to him, he, he was—you could see his head had gone after about twenty-five minutes, and mm. I was shouting at the time, "Get him off now, because he's going to get sent off." I really mm. did because I thought he was going to—not because I thought he would be petulant or anything, but I thought. He's an 18-year-old lad or whatever he is. He's having a terrible game. I think it's just natural to dive into challenges to try and do something. He'd already been booked. And I was I really worried. And I think letting him have corners, maybe to try and get his confidence up, but he had his head down as he was taking him. And you think, this this guy's not having a good night. Yeah. I think he'll be better for the experience. But um, mm. I also think we did the right thing taking him off at half-time, definitely. Um, yeah, McBurney. Uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic game. Um, I mean, you know, we we said he was really, really good against um, Blackburn. Just the only thing that was missing mm. was the finish. Well, he added the mm. finish in this one as well. I, I've resisted this narrative for a, like the last couple of games because I, I I need to see a bit more from him. But he does look fitter than he has done yeah. for a very long time. And yes, he does. Yeah, and stronger. Yeah, I mean, he's still getting like shoved around and stuff, but it's it's not quite the you know the sort of frail newborn deer up front mm. that he's been for a lot of the time uh, in the, probably the last 18 months or so where like mm. you know t- defenders just can nudge him out the way without fouling him and it's just yeah. so easy for them to do he's it he's playing like a proper number nine he's our striker he's our number nine but he mm. is he's playing like a proper number nine at the moment where he looks a threat I think I think he could you know he, he did okay with a shot in the second half I saw some people at half time saying get him off he's not never going to score I thought he played okay. I thought he would, considering the service he got, I thought he did as much as he probably could have in the first half. And I think in the second half, he hardly barely lost a challenge against a really, really strong, tall, physical loot and back line. Yeah. I think some of his football was good as well. You know, neat, neat interchange a lot of times, again with Njai, with Norwood. Um, yeah, and obviously, he finally did it. He, he scored a league goal. It's the first time since December 2020, right? That was the last one. Against Leicester? Yeah, Leicester. Yeah, Leicester at home, so we're almost a full year. <laughs> no, it was 2020. 
So it's almost 2020, 2020, it was 18 yeah, months. 2020 Premier League, yeah. Those brilliant Premier League years. <laughs> yeah, we, we did write that one off. The pandemic is uh, messed up. You know, one day we'll do a, a season look back on that. So once no, it's all settled down and we've got over the, the trauma of it, we can look back at it. <laughs> we won't. I still, I, still re- <laughs> I still really struggle to watch games on TV, you know. I, I actually find streaming it a bit more peaceful, I guess. I just, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, ugh. It's, it's just this... The stench I can't shake of of that season and the experience of watching lockdown football it's uh, it's still mm-hmm. still lingering anyway. Yeah, McBurney, phenomenal finish. Like did did not think he had this in him anymore, um, and just really just capped a really excellent performance from him. Um, lovely, you know, we we win a set piece, which I think he actually wins this set piece, doesn't he? Like um, yes, he does. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. A good dribble yeah. um, and attempt to cross, and then. Yeah, Doyle heads it back in. Egan flicks it on, and McBurney volleys it into the top corner first time. Sensational finish! I can't believe the ref booked him. By the way, what a what oh, a donut! I mean, I, oh, because I was just sort of I came to message you were in front of me, obviously, so I had my phone on silent. But I went to message you like, why is he? But you already put it. I can't believe he booked it. <laughs> it was just sort of he didn't take his shirt off or anything. It's just like he oh. ran to the fans like. Every away goal I've ever seen scored, mm-hmm. you know, the opposition yeah. player runs to the fans. Like, yeah. Oh, stupid. Yeah, completely, yeah. So that was annoying. Um, but it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, just a class goal. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, really, really encouraged by the last two and a bit games out of him. Yes. And, uh, yeah, hopefully he doesn't get injured because everyone else seems to get injured. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if, uh, if he yeah. can stay uh, fit. This is the thing now. I mean... Obviously, he it's his shirt now. I mean, whether he can play three games in a week, he's obviously come back from a long injury. I don't think it really matters. He's going to get injured anyway. Cause the old, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, but it is his shirt. It is his shirt now, and um, he fully deserves it. And the the sharp injury, if he carries on like this, doesn't look quite as you know, but as bad as it might have at you know at one point. And it's the other end of the pitch we're looking now, isn't it, for injuries? So. Mm. Oh, just just grunt like we're almost. Yeah. This is why I, uh, I think this is why I valued Egan like slightly higher in my player ratings than maybe a lot of people did at the end of last season, uh, possibly including yourself. Actually, just like, yeah, 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 he's always there. Like, you just, mm. he, you know, he plays every game basically, unless he gets a red card or something. I'm, I'm touching wood here. Bloody yeah, yeah. I'd obviously we're limping today, and you know, I think hopefully we just because he went into that sort of clash, didn't he? But mm. I just, can't, it is, it's incredible how many injuries we've got already. It's got honestly it's at the point today where I'm thinking when's the next international break? That'll that'll be good. It's like season's only just started. <laughs> it's just a point where, for me where I'm just like, can we just not train? You know, can we Yeah. Can you just you know ride it ride an exercise bike for a week or something's gotta be asked. I, I said earlier a lot of these things are happening in games and some of them are unlucky. I think Fleck fracturing his leg yeah. is something that is probably nothing to do with the training but an injury, Jack Robinson, obviously another one. But it, these little knocks, Kadra and Anel, and all these sort of things, and and obviously we're talking about uh, leaving Sharp on as long as we did. I think someone's going to have to ask what you know what, what's going on because this is this could derail the season. It really could. It's already at the point where you're thinking, well, as soon as we get a couple back, another couple go out again. I mean, yeah. Ben. Os- I was thinking today, like well, midfield show. I could be not, but I thought Ben Osborne. I'm not saying he's a world beater or anything, but. I completely forgot he was injured. <laughs> He's another one who seems to be out for two weeks or whatever it's been. Yeah, I mean the bench today, uh, four novices essentially. 
Uh, maybe I've been a bit harsh on Jebison there because he obviously mm-hmm. played off season in League One. But our blaster is Sula Jebison and uh, Amissa, who yep. I I don't imagine we planned on using him in the league at any stage this season. Armad Odzichu as a knock. Brewster, who I guess is probably fit, and, and Doyle, who is building back to fitness. Um, yeah, so you know, you, you lose a couple more, and we're going to be back to having a bench full of children again. So yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's this. Oh, I don't know. It's probably kind of boring to talk about at this stage. Um, yeah, it's a massive obviously. thing. It's frustrating. It, it's not. I won't say it's depressing. It's just frustrating because you're like, oh, we've got everyone fit, or even if we just had a normal amount of injuries, yeah. four or five out for a couple of games. You imagine like at Kieran Clark tonight. I think that'd have been perfect for him. Yeah, That's you're right. The only... I think that that'd have made a massive difference for him in playing. The the silver lining I'm going to see here is that the players that are on the pitch are doing well. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Max yes. Lowe. He's, now that's yeah. like, what is that, three good games in a row. Norton yeah. Davis has been good at left centre-back since yeah. he's played there. Basham, yeah. we know, is good. Baldock's having yeah. a good season. That midfield, two, certainly, of Norwood and Berger, good. Yeah. And Jai's had a great start, but Bernie's put together a few games now. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's a really, yeah, that is true. Everyone who's come in, other than tonight, obviously, McAtee's had a poor game tonight, but everyone else has come in throughout the season, really. Yeah. Uh, Problem Clark, when he had to play on the wrong side, he had a nightmare. And yeah. Max Lowe, when he first came on, Obviously, against Watford. Uh, other than those sort of three appearances, everyone has stepped up pretty much, yeah, including so... the goalkeeper tonight as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's not quite like, you know, last season when we ended up with Steve. I feel like Ender Stevens played a few games that we mm-hmm. didn't really want him to play, and it was just like, oh, man. I think that's... he's actually back soon, whatever people think of him. But again, it's another body, isn't it, if nothing yeah. else. Or like when we had, you know, we had Ben Osborne having to sort of just completely fill in at right back or uh, right wing back or Femi Sariki, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, right now it's okay, but we're, we're reaching the red zone, I would suggest, yes. of like, oh, yes. we've run out of players and we've only played seven games or whatever it is. We, uh, this this Berger-Norwood thing, I think big, big number five uh, put a tweet out, a uh, Partridge tweet, saying, stop playing Berger as a deep-line midfielder. <laughs> uh, and... It doesn't work. It definitely, definitely doesn't work at all. But I think we've seen enough now of that to know that. I, I, I don't think either of them. Either, I wouldn't even say they're similar players, but they, they both lack the same things. I think they yeah. both lack sort of pace and mobility and strength and aggression. They've got really good technique and everything. I just don't think the workers are two, which means we are now. We have got Doyle and probably our blaster as a backup in midfield, if you're not including Berger. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Jai, uh, you know, slightly more peripheral, but still clearly our most talented player. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like a couple of individual oh, bits. fantastic stuff. That turn in the second half, I'm begging him to shoot. Don't but, pass. Um, you know I what I know. said last week with the uh, with the goalie's backbone? Just don't pass. I don't want to see him pass ever. Yeah. Always shoot. Yeah. They were fantastic. And we had that, do you remember that 15-minute spell just before we scored? I thought we were really, really good. Yeah. And I can see why people are disappointed because you think, carry on, carry on. I'm probably worth keeping in mind that we are a walking wounded and we've got another two games in the next seven days or whatever it is. So um, I imagine that Wreckingbottom will come out of that absolutely delighted with the point. Are you delighted with the point? Happy. Happy, as uh, Wilder used to say. Happy. Um, Happy. Content, yeah. I'll watch the games tomorrow not thinking, oh, no. Right, we we dropped points. I think the way it happened, the way it ended, the injuries and everything. I'd have taken a point before the game. I think it's one of the top. Well, the stats prove it's one of the toughest places to go in the league. 
Yeah, but I, I haven't verified this. My brother says that, what, they've only lost two at home in mm-hmm. this year or something like that. In yeah, 2022. So yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they are a good side. They were they, the they playoff semi-finalists last year, weren't they? Like yeah, this? and I think they'll be fine again this year. I think they'll be. I don't know whether they'll get in the playoffs again, but they're not going to be. I'd say they're they're at least as good, if not better, than Millwall. And I'd take a point from the Den any day. So yeah, I think so. I, I like having sat through the game. I am happy with the point. I think. Mm-hmm. I think I wanted to. I was hoping to see a bit more out of us, but. I can also see why we didn't get it. I think, you know, I think if Armand Odzic was playing, if, um, you know, maybe we'd had, maybe Doyle had started instead of McAtee, something mm. like that, then, I, I don't know, maybe maybe we would have been a bit closer to what I wanted to see, which is like something closer to what we saw in the last two home games. But it, it was better in terms of like, you know, if you compare it to like the Watford game at the start of the season or, yeah. or quite a few away games last season, all right, we didn't carve out amazing chances. I'm looking now, the only... 0.7 xg as it stands at the moment. Mm. I don't know if that'll get corrected, but we managed 12 shots. You know, I think I think we were averaging like the lowest number of shots per game away from home or something after mm. two games. Um, it was exactly as I thought the game would go unless we took control, which we didn't, uh, and yeah. it was scrappy. And I think in those sort of games, you just get. It sounds very much like nil or not, but you just mm-hmm. you know you you get or Nigel Clough even you, you take your point, don't you, and just try and get out there and not lose. We'll not have more much more difficult away games in terms of in terms of bombardment and intensity and everything like that. I don't think it's been three. I was thinking this while I was while we sat there one nil down. Like it's been three tough away games to start the mm-hmm. season, hasn't it? I feel. Yeah. You know the the away fixture list. Excuse me, the home fixture list got a little bit kinder with Sunderland and um, yeah, 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 and Blackburn. Although Sunderland, uh, I think we're the only team that's beaten them in like the last twenty five right, games yeah. or something. Yeah, only the second, yeah, only the second team to beat him under Alex Neal, and obviously he's left now. So <laughs> God, we've got a run of games coming up on paper. On paper, this is. Hmm. Well, do look a bit kinder. Oh man, away! You've got Reading, Hull, Rotherham, Swansea as the next four. Yeah, that's on paper. As I said tonight, on paper is the most difficult out of those games. Yeah, the um, uh, it's that website Experimental Three Six One. They do like the uh, mm. schedule difficulty, and it's it's based on bookies' odds essentially. Um, you know, of like where a team is expected to finish. And uh, yeah, you're right. This is this concludes, I think, one of two really hard stretches in the season. I think in about February we have a a similar run where it's like mm. Watford, West Brom, Borough, like within three weeks of each other, but. Yeah, I'm yeah. just looking now. Yeah, the, yeah, Middlesbrough and Watford, uh, Blackburn away, uh, Sunderland away, Norwich away, West Brom at home. Wow. That'll be the <laughs> one. Yeah. Away. <laughs> but, but that's the point. There's, you know, you know, going on that. So going on the bookmakers' odds, which obviously will fluctuate as the season progresses, mm. and you know, yep. some teams become better or worse. Yep. Um, you know, I don't imagine too many people thought Reading would be in the top three or whatever it is, uh, even after five games. But um, yeah. yeah, we've come through a tough stretch. Uh, we will, you know, probably be in the top six. I imagine, uh, you know, once all the fixtures are played uh, over the weekend, and uh, yeah, the next few games does represent a slightly easier run. I think so. Um, hopefully, we've got enough players <laughs> available to, to take care of it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. And like I say, I think we'll look back at this when the dust has settled and say, not a bad point at all. One one. Yeah, I still have questions about how we're going to do away from home. But yes, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, completely. It. Because yeah, I think it's uh, Hull. Every away game seems to be the biggest one, like on the next one. But Hull is a really big one because they are a team that a promote. An automatic promotion team should be away. Hull, I mm. think. Obviously, don't always work like that. But I think we've not won away yet. We've got a couple of decent points: Middlesbrough and Luton. 
that's a game. I think that's a real indicator of have we just come up against decent sides at home or are we actually that much worse away? Yeah, good shout. Uh, is that on Sky, by the way, that Luton game? Refused? I don't think it is. I think it's been moved because they're playing Wednesday night, I think. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's another, it yeah. might be on Red Bull. I think it's sold out already, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're uh, yeah. I'm just have a look at that. They, oh yeah, because they've got yeah. They're playing. Oh no, they're playing Tuesday night. So I don't know what they're doing actually. What are they playing at? We've got a very. Plen- oh, oh, it's rugby. I think it's the rugby on the on their pitch. Rugby, rugby yeah. strikes again. The think... rugby derby tomorrow. Hull Coventry. <laughs> is, is it actually going ahead? Uh, oh, it's, it's in Hull. Hull so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, that that should be a nice pitch to play on after this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think to Luke Freeman's game against this? I think he was far better than he ever has been for us. <laughs> I think he did some really nice things. He's a skillful footballer. Not bothered that he left or anything, but I think he showed more for them than he had he had probably in his entire career for us. Yeah, he was okay. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Good, yeah. decent, seven out of ten. Not a major concern. I, I'm going to look this up now because. Uh, they said on Sky that he scored a goal for us, and I have no recollection of him scoring for us. Whatsoever. It's got to be a cup game. Has to be a cup game. So let's see if we can find this while we're. I talking. can't remember. I'm normally quite good with these sort of things as well, and I can't remember that man hitting the net. It uh, apparently scored in the EFL Cup. Uh, where are we? Somewhere. He scored against Derby. In the second oh, round in 2021. Oh, he's got a header Darby under Slav. Yeah. Wow. Heady days, yeah. them. Yeah, heady days. Uh, I think Sharp got the winner. I think we're playing like Darby's kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So there you go. Luke Freeman did actually score a goal for us. And Sky yeah. weren't talking total arse. Yeah. There's not anyone else that can do on co-coms than Lee Hendry. Like, oh. just, I'm just sick of hearing. He mentioned it on Football Clichés and he said, it again today. Uh, when someone put a corner in, he said, and he's wazzed it in. Like, that's not a term. Wazzed it. In. I'm, I'm sure he's that's a Michael Tong term. That he, um, you know, when Tong scored that goal against Wednesday, um, the, oh, yeah, the free yeah, yeah. kick. I'm, I, me and my dad still say this to this day, so I'm pretty sure that's where <laughs> it's not like a false memory. But I'm pretty sure he said afterwards, Tong, that um, you know he, he just wasted it into the top corner when he was Wasted when he was asked to, asked to describe his free kick. If anyone yeah. uh, is listening to this and has any idea, I have to admit this. I had it so low the commentary because, That's I, true because I, I, I'm not even like sort of lying. I I, I I just think he says them. I don't hate the man or anything like that. It's nothing to do with when he played for us in Newport. I just think he says the most obvious things and then, but also ridiculous things at the same time. He, it's not like that's coming to my head. I'm just going to say it, and even in the replays are showing me different. I'm just going to stick with what I've said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Um, well, that's uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Have you got anything else you want to want to say, or should we uh, should we wrap it up? It's it's yeah, twenty to eleven. I am yeah. jiggered. It's been a long yeah. Long let's get. I've got to do a view from tonight as well, oh, so crap, I'll try and get that out tonight. Yeah, um, so I'll try and get that out. But yeah, decent point. Move on. Whatever. That's it. Rubbish. Whatever. Game. Yeah, I don't right. think many teams, I've got to admit, I don't think many neutrals would be going, ooh, Sheffield United look yeah. like the team to beat based on that. But it's another point, and we had games like that under Wilder. I remember drawing away at Ipswich even under Wilder, the promotion season, yeah, the promotion well. season. Um, you have games yeah. like that throughout the season where it's a battle, and we got a point out of it. So. Yeah. Did Sheffield play that game, or am I thinking of the season before? 
Uh, uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah, I'm curious now. I'm going to bring this up. Uh, it was a one-all draw, right? 22nd December. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 18. Uh, no, must have been the season before that Chad Evans uh, played. Yep. Yeah. Sharp and McGoldrick in that one. Yeah. Uh, Billy Sharpie class in the second half. Uh, anyway, what am I about? Uh, I feel like I had sort of like a grand, you know, wrapping, grand finale. Wrap, <laughs> wrapping it up kind of thing, but I actually don't because I'm just really tired now. But right. anyway, yeah, that's it. You're uh, you're on off on holiday. Um, I'm off on holiday, so I'll not be here for the Reading game. Um, so that normally guarantees us three points, to be honest, but I know everyone says that when they're away. <laughs> but, uh, so quite confident I'll be uh these all the Premier League games are playing, so I'll probably just have to keep keep a track on my phone actually, because uh, even if I go to the pub, I think they're going to have it's all the you know, and BT have their have their sort of week of Premier League football. Oh yeah, you're right. There is a full fixture list midweek. Yeah, so they're yeah. playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I don't imagine they will be putting me Sky Gillette Soccer Tuesday or whatever it's called. <laughs> so I'll be keeping a track on my phone, and um, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like an it. internet cafe or something. <laughs> a reliable yeah, internet I didn't cafe. Think sh- I Does it even exist anymore? I did think of streaming it, but I, like I said, I've got this, you know, there's other people going to be with me. I can't be sat there with my laptop out. So. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Nan. Shut up. <laughs> tell, her it's, tell her it's like work or something. Yeah, I could yeah. do, yeah. But yeah, so um, that should be... that Again, I just... I want to see the team before I predict anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, Gadger will be back at least, and hopefully, Clark. I think, yeah, as, as I said, I think close, massive for us at the moment. Yeah, regardless of, um, well, actually, McAtee didn't come off for injury, but uh, I think almost re- unless you'd had a blinder today, I, I really would do want to see Doyle start. Um, yes, he has to start. I think him and Norwood midfield done. Norwood's another one who never gets injured, by the way. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I was saying. Norwood and Egan. I think we underrate... Oh, sorry, did you mention Norwood? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I meant to. I may not have actually said it. <laughs> I may have just said it in my own head. Um, yeah. I think we underrate the value of their availability game mm. after game after game and the fact they are generally like play to a good standard almost every game yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you for not getting injured, those two. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> right, mate. Well, people can check out the view from when you do it at uh, yes. roysviewfrom.com. Uh, yeah, follow you at Panchera. Follow me at Bladespod. And uh, I hope you have a very nice, relaxing holiday and you can stay in touch with the Blades at least a little bit anyway. Yeah, I will do. I will do. Nice one, mate. All right. Well, thanks for boshing this out on a Friday night. I hope uh, for, for Tufty Club purposes, we're not we're not treading on any toes. We'll We'll return to... Uh, normal sort of scheduling in I'm the sure very near future. Get out, they'll, they'll still be talking about what beer they're drinking and stuff, to be honest. <laughs> so I think we'll probably get out before them and then. Do you reckon? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'll, uh, I'm flexing my editing fingers right now for when we end this call. And uh, yeah, I'll get it live ASAP. Right. Well, that is it. Thank you to you, obviously. And uh, thanks to everyone for, for listening and putting up with a. Uh, a slightly less considered podcast, I suppose. But um, yeah, that's what we decided to do uh right mate well enjoy your holiday and uh I'm, I'm sure i will be in touch but uh yeah do do uh do, do have a relaxing one mate i think you're uh, i think you do it and uh yeah thanks thanks for your time appreciate it thank you mate cheers thanks a lot